0: Now on Documentary on News Talk, producer Kieran Ryan explores one of Ireland's toughest running challenges in the Wicklow Round. All
1: right, what are we at? Ten seconds. Five,
2: four, three, two, one. Around is a circuit normally of mountains. Usually, is something to try and accomplish in 24 hours.
3: You are out there for the day. You see the mountains, you see the sunsets, you see the sunrises, the whole life cycle of a day.
4: I think you need to love the hills and you need to love a challenge. Um, and I think if you're up for both of them, you know, it's achievable by anybody, you know. Let's go crack.
5: Drive and resilience on the day that you know there'll probably be some some occasions, be it navigationally or physically, that you will be suffering but you know if it was easy everybody'd be doing it.
6: You're chasing someone or you're being chased by someone but it's someone that's not there.
7: There's twenty six other mountains and thousands of ways to get off them and if you get it wrong, it can go terribly wrong.
8: I'm Stephen Brennan. I'm going to be attempting the Wicklow round in a couple of weeks time and I'm here at the start finish to do a short trail run which which is going to be up and down
9: the fire road to the base of Kipur and then to hike to the summit. Kipur is the first of 26 summits that runners have to hit on the Wicklow round, a grueling challenge they must complete in under 24 hours. It's estimated to be at least 110 kilometers in total but that depends on the lines that runners take on the mountains.
8: The weather is pretty nasty. It's a, it's a yellow storm warning. It's, it's raining heavily and it's a very strong wind. So maybe, uh, maybe we might bail on some of that run.
9: Stephen Brennan is one of a number of different runners taking on the challenge in 2021. Those who want to do it need to inform IMRA, the Irish Mountain Running Association, of their plans to do it, picking a date and time of their choice. Back in 2004, Joe Lawler was the then Secretary of IMRA.
2: And I would get the odd request from the UK asking, was there a round in in Ireland? Now, I was familiar with the concept of a round, having read a book about the Bob Graham round. And I used to say back, no, there's none in Ireland. And I got to thinking, well, why isn't there? So myself and another runner, Brian Bell, set out to do one in our nearest hills, which would have been the Wicklow Hills. They're substantially different than the Lake District where the Bob Graham Round is. They wouldn't have the same height or ruggedness as they have. But it turned out that the Wicklow Round, because of lack of path and vegetation, turned out to be probably more difficult.
3: When people saw the Wicklow Round, people were saying, that's not possible. And Andrew said, it is possible. And I foolishly believed him.
9: In 2007, Mauro O'Sullivan started training with Andrew McCarty to do the Wicklow round.
3: And then 2008, like next year, Andrew got injured. So I was always meant to run it with Andrew. So I'd done all the training and I just thought, feck it, I might as well go. Went out July 20, 2008. I got round 24 mountains out of the 26 and then I collapsed. <laughs> It was dark. I was really tired. I was really sore and I was starting to hallucinate. I could see these lights and I've lived in Kenya for a long time and I thought the lights were hyenas but they were really deer just staring at me out of the head torch. And I think that's the thing about these long distance mountain runs is that they are scary. They are dangerous. The mountains are dangerous and if they don't want you there, they won't let you be there. I remember sitting down at midnight with two and a half hours left on the clock, and saying, I just don't want to see a mountain ever again. And then 2009, I went back out, and I was the first person to complete it under 24 hours. I needed to do the Wicklow round. It wasn't about whether I was first or last or whatever. I just needed to, to actually say to myself, you are good enough to do that and that the preparation wasn't for nothing.
9: Shortly after midday on the 29th of June, 2009, Maura O'Sullivan became the first person to finish the Wicklow round. By the end of 2020, 40 more runners have completed the challenge. The first one to do so was just a day after
4: Maura. So I just knew that someone was going that week or that weekend, but somewhere around there, but I didn't know any specific times. So I just went and did my own thing in my own time, basically. So I did my own timing to suit the sunrise and the sunset and the good weather. Ian Keith is probably the
9: best-known Irish ultra runner of all time.
4: Yeah, Maura was out, unbeknownst to me. She was, at I'd say, about two-thirds of the way in when I started. I
2: had predicted that when Ian Keith finally managed to get around to... Giving it his full attention, he would do it in 18, and he proved me right.
4: As, as you're getting really close to the end, you, you do start looking at the watch and think, "Okay, I can get under 18 hours, I can get under, you know, 17, 40, whatever." And you just, just to give yourself a bit of motivation towards the end to keep running. More, no more than that, to be honest.
5: Everything's on your list. Is not it. It's all
10: in there. Perfect. Um, I have yeah. a fruit bar. There's I any a banana in there. Don't that. Yeah. yeah. yeah These go. I got some Coke.
5: Just I'm Paul Mahan, I live here in Glenmileur, which is the heart of the Wicklow Mountains and I was probably one of the first people to do the Wicklow Round back in 2009. My background is team-based adventure racing mainly and joined with a couple of guys, Paul Nolan and Jason Reid, so the three of us did it. Jason had gone hill running in a race on Wednesday night and had fallen and cut his knee. Well I'd said to everybody lads mind yourselves in a couple of weeks coming up to this we might not get a second chance so uh, the weather was closing in we'd had uh, several weeks of really good weather that's how Moira and Ian were lucky with that as well so the ground under foot was very good as you can often get up in a period of settled weather up in, in in the mountains we got about six hours of mist. Listen, that was challenging, but again, with someone as good as Paul Nolan and me as a sort of a backup navigator, you know, we were well equipped to deal with that because you're not allowed GPSs or any tech aids.
2: I was very strong on the idea that it was a navigational challenge and that you had to navigate around uh, around it, not be led by somebody else, which to me would have suggested it was just an endurance endeavour.
5: Bring over, actually bring over those swing chairs things Michael likes
11: it a better job This?
9: Yeah
5: There's enough in
11: that for me anyway You're good Paul?
9: The Wicklow round yeah. passes through my back door and out my front door Michael Dowling lives down the road from Paul Mann with his family running the Glenmalure Lodge a checkpoint almost halfway through the round With the business closed for much of the pandemic Michael started training with another local runner, JP Byrne for an attempt at the Wicklow round.
11: We're both new to navigation in the last year and a half, so to give ourselves more um, confidence, we, we said we'd do it together. We've ran a lot together, we've trained a lot together, so we said, why not uh, try a round together?
5: Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. <laughs> holding hands, are you not holding hands, boys? Ah, I thought you were asleep down
12: there. <laughs> I was tapping the phone to see if the dot moving.
4: Today is the 25th of May. They're queuing up. We have 13 people that are looking to go and do the Wicklow Round between, I would say, the 28th of May and the 16th of June.
9: Richard Noonan is the current secretary of IMRA. He's also a Wicklow Round finisher, completing his round with two other runners in 2013.
4: We have a nice variety, a load of lads. We actually even have two brothers, the Bell brothers, who are going to kind of compete against one another. So that's going to be interesting, but they're going at different times and then we've got two ladies which is great so delighted to see the strong women are going to take up the debate this year and they're going to get out there and do it so hoping hoping to see a record being broken would be great good morning you're moving well
0: thanks ameline my name is Linda O'Connor i'm originally from a little parish outside kenmare called banon in county Kerry here living in Wicklow about four years now. I guess initially being from Kerry, my my main thing in, in life was to play football and play soccer as well. So I used to do a little bit of running on the side then to keep fit for that and got into cross country and things like that. When I finally hung up my football boots in my early 30s because I couldn't keep up with the young ones, I uh, kind of concentrated on running then. I remember reading Mara Sullivan's book, um, and I just thought it was—it seemed really, really cool—and it was here in Ireland as well too. So, it was on my radar. But I suppose I wasn't living near Wicklow, so I suppose at the end of summer last year, I kind of started thinking, "Oh, sure, might be something to aim for," you know, with all the events being cancelled and things like that. So, just started trying to put in a bit of distance running, in I suppose, and try to get out in the hills and as much as I could then, whenever COVID allowed. So, kind of started into a plan then. Well don't Stephen. I yeah, probably went out a bit fast,
8: but you know, I'm feeling great. And this is the road, so I should be making time here. I'll be slowing down on that mountain. But well, you know what, it's very early days, yeah. I, I started running when I was 48, so I'm kind of late to the sports. Uh, started out, out running, uh, road running, and uh, I think after I did my first run, I, I got the bug, you know, and I started doing 10 miles and 10k and half marathons and marathons and all of that. And uh, After a few years I got into adventure racing. Five or six years ago I started running ultra marathons. really got the bug with ultramarathons. I guess I've been running, what, 14 years or so? Still keeping going, still enjoying it. If I am successful, there'll be a lot of people scratching their heads out there, thinking, well, geez, you know, if he can do it, I should really be able to do it too. And, and, and I hope that that would encourage people, actually, to try it out, because I've had an absolutely amazing time yeah, do, doing this. Or the, Irrespective of what happens, like, the last two years have been wonderful.
0: It's really a bit sleepy up there, but... Hopefully, now the body will start waking up. The growth is unreal, like since I did the rescue there last. And the paths are a bit hard to see. So, if you see more women doing it, you know, I think it kind of plants a seed, and you can kind of start thinking, oh, geez, you know, maybe I can do that. You know, start training, and sure, you never know where it'll go, and, do know, take a few navigation courses. You know, like they're all really enjoyable
3: anyway. It's not really taken off amongst women, which I think is really sad. We've proved. On multiple races and arenas, when it comes to long distance running, women are just as hardy as the men, if not more so. For women, you kind of need to do it when you're young, free, and single. <laughs> it's a lot easier. And that opens up the whole area of whether women are able to say, I want to do the Wicklow round. And whether people around them will support them, will take care of their responsibilities, will let them go in the mountains for the day, will look after their children, will give them, hand them a bowl of food when they come in.
0: Just when it was kind of um, getting bright as well, so I think I think I added a few detours on, but I I got here anyway. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I fell into a load of rushes up there, and a rush went up my nose. I started bleeding. <laughs>
9: 2021 was the busiest every year for the Wicklow round. But out of the 24 runners that took on the challenge at various stages between May and July, only two were women. In fact, only four women have completed the round to date.
7: My name is uh, Karina Jojnina. I started running in secondary school, actually, uh, cross country. I felt like I was never re- very good at the speed, but I was very good at holding on. Started running outside of school. And I ran my first marathon at uh, 16, and it kind of started my journey onto trail running as well. I moved down to Dublin, I got a job, I got a driving license, I got a car, and then I started training from the weekly round. I went from 23 to 24 during my training, and I always said I was 23 going on 40. Because all my friends are like, let's go drinking on a Friday. I'm like, no, I have a recce at like 7 o'clock. I can't. <laughs> There's no way.
9: In 2017, Karina would be the second female finisher, setting a new women's record.
7: The 5th or the 6th of May, and it got really cold. And I remember there was a man walking down the way from Aquila, just in a T-shirt. I don't know whether he was a hallucination or was he actually there. I remember being given Red Bull and my crew was like, ah, you'll be fine, just get up, the core. you'll be grand, just keep going. So I did, and I was very lucky that the wind direction changed. As I got up at Jowes, it actually cleared. And it was a beautiful, beautiful sunset. Just the, the difference that the whole day makes, you, go, you, in, you start with the clouds, and then you finish in really, really sunny weather
0: a lot of the recent exposure about it then to kind of put it, I suppose, more kind of in the forefront.
9: In 2018 and 19, there were a number of high-profile attempts at the Wicklow Round, with the men's record broken four times. First up was American Joe McConaughey, who took down Ian Keats' nine-year-old record.
12: Well, I remember thinking to myself, sure, if he's after flying over from, but I think from somewhere from America, I'd never been in, on these trails before, i never ran, I broke the record, surely, with a little bit of work. We can break the record, or someone else can break the record. My goal was definitely to,
6: to go for Joe's, Joe's 17, 10, I think he had.
9: Paddy O'Leary is a native of Wexford, now based in San Francisco. His trip home to try and take the fastest no time on the round coincided with the making of a film called A Csachta
6: The days leading up to realise the day that I'd chosen to do it was going to be kind of miserable, and the conditions in April were still pretty wet. I knew I had the capacity to do it. I knew I had the leg speed to do it. I wasn't too sure about my navigational capacity.
5: I think people probably underestimate the effect on ground conditions and weather conditions. If you're getting battered against wind and rain, getting sort of very bad underfoot conditions where you're dragging your feet out of the the bog on top of some of the flatter parts of the mountain, rather than sort of bouncing off them as you would get in dry conditions, I think it makes a huge difference to people's times and ultimate success or failures.
6: It was all fog for the first like eight or nine hours. I had maybe 40, 50 meters visibility. The temperature was probably two or three degrees that day, but with the wind chill, it was dropping down below freezing. At least once I turned to head towards Glen Malore, it was blowing across me. So it was, and it was blowing the right direction. It wasn't blowing me over the thousand foot cliff to the south, it was kind of blowing me towards the easier descent to the north. But then after that, the fog disappeared. It was still quite cold, but I was climbing really well. So I kept edging away from Joe's time there, like adding 10 minutes, adding 10 minutes, adding 10 minutes on each climb. Ian had sent me this time of 16:30, and I realised that that was, that was there, that was on the card. So I was definitely pushing till the last second to get that and end up like 16:27. 16:27.30, I think.
4: I wasn't surprised to see Paddy break the round record because Paddy, also being a really fast, world-class ultra-runner, had one advantage over Joe in that Paddy knew Ireland.
6: One of the lads, McCanny, messaged me saying, oh yeah, there's like Ireland's Ireland's top orienteers had been planning to do the round and he's going for it, I think, this weekend.
9: Eight days after Paddy set his record, Shane Lynch turned up and knocked four minutes off it.
1: On my day that I did it, it was pretty hot. It was maybe 18, 19. And I suppose I wasn't overly prepared for that. I hadn't run for so long in such heat. There was a a fell runner came out and met me on the hills and... uh, just passing by and he loaned me a sun hat and that's, that's actually helped quite a bit. I was dipping that into the water and putting that on to cool me down. And it carried sort of a litre of water with me at all times and sometimes I just had to stop and fill in the streams. Part of the challenge is to sort of be able to deal with your nutrition. Yeah, I got sick and maybe not taking the right balance of nutrition and pushing hard early on. It makes it hard to digest food. you you bounce back, you you get sick almost on the move and you you sort of push as hard as your body will allow you at the time your stomach is rebelling but you you just keep pushing forward with your legs. You might be down to a slower jog or a walk even and then, yeah, you rally back on and uh, you get a second wind and off you go again. I knew I was sort of 30 to 40 minutes up from pretty early on and it sort of stayed at that level for most of the day. Like on some of the steeper hills, I lost a bit of time to Paddy's time. Just at the last road crossing, I was told that I maybe was 12 minutes up, and I thought, oh well, that's comfortable enough. I'll stick to the same route that uh, Paddy did for the end, and I should be fine. But actually, as it turns out, it was it's, I was just in underneath the record. Uh, at the end, I'd made a, a bit of a mistake, sort of missed a, a sheep trot, a small path, um, and ended up running through sort of knee-high heather for fair and. I was pretty spent for those last couple of kilometres. So yeah, just uh, the time was pretty tight at the end. Well, maybe if I have a crack at it now, I can take the
12: the record as well. Because I've raced Shane not often. We both have similar uh, capabilities, although he is better on rough ground, in my opinion.
9: The record would take a huge dent on the 18th of May 2019 when Gavin Byrne would run it in 15 hours
12: and 3 minutes. I was looking, I had a few splits wrote down and I was way ahead all the time. So it just completely took pressure off that I could just go a little bit easier but I was still making time on Paddy and Shane's time without exerting myself too much, you know. It wasn't my aim for the day to, to beat it by so much in any way. But it just felt good, yeah, I was just happy to finish and I, and I was relatively fresh because I remember running up the road I crossed through the, the bog and then hit the road and I was running up the road and I was still running relatively fresh and it was, uh, everyone was cheering so it was good crack, it was good good finish. It's definitely the one most known, what, what people know me through running is, is, is the Wicklow Round one. So it has to be that one, number one, yeah.
9: It's June 6th, the Sunday of the bank holiday weekend. It's a dry day and a popular weekend for the Wicklow Round.
10: We hit a bit of fog up around um Oakwood and uh, the tree lakes and if you look at the tracker we kinda we did a detour not many people take that route we were keeping it confidential but it added on a few extra minutes.
9: Michael and JP are more than halfway through their attempt.
10: Yeah we're going alright. Yeah, it's not to be taken too lightly. I looking
5: forward now to... this time here
10: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise it'd be like what are we 65 in and it's uh, ah! Oh,
5: that's painful. I'm going to wind your heads on that yeah. branch. Yeah. Right, Michael, you're this end, Mark. Yeah, perfect. Jay, yeah, you're the far right. See so your butt? That's water. You want to get some of that pass into you? Shadows. Shadows. Shadows current. Do you use all your water? I'm controlled with yeah, I am I not controlled with it. i to check here. You're not. I am, yes. Yeah. And look. Look. What, what look and finish, it. It. finish it. Finish I, it. it and I'm drinking those streams. Yeah, he is actually. Uh, 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 he no point in carrying it up the hills and carrying it down again.
9: A couple of hours later, Stephen Brennan prepares to start from Kipur. Excitement rather than nerves, you know. I suppose
8: there is a bit of nerves no, like Bloody um, sinus
9: headache you
8: from um, you can't, you
10: know, pollen or something. Yeah.
8: So once I get running, it can clear my head.
9: Just before Stephen takes off, two of the youngest finishers of the Wicklow round, Conor Keane and Richie Cooper, get to the finish line after less than 22 and a half hours. It's probably the first time a Wicklow round finish has seen a runner wearing a pair of GA shorts.
6: Ah uh, yeah there's a long story behind them but it's probably not appropriate for the for the radio. Well, look nothing says no nonsense like GA shorts, you know? And no jocks.
9: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, it was a serious epic journey now. The conditions are perfect. The sunset and the sunrise was outrageous like we've never seen the likes in the hills before. And it was great camaraderie and we had Brendan supporting us, Richie's dad, and it was just a great collective buzz and our friend Charles as well. So yeah, it was unbelievable.
9: Yeah, you, you went out as three. You came back as two. Yeah. One, one of your crew had to
6: drop, unfortunately. Yeah, he'd hurt his knees. So, ah, uh, uh, there's always next year now for for him. We'll we'll join him again and we'll conquer the three again.
4: Feeling great, You didn't
11: finish it <laughs> after putting in all the work. It was yeah, it was tough enough, and then to let down the lads as well, and the team. So, yeah, it was a tough decision to make.
9: And at what stage did you have to call it a day? How far in were you?
11: Um... Sheep Banks Bridge just before Joust, so I suppose, I do know, was it like 80 or 90? At the moment I think it was the right call anyway. After sitting down for a while, maybe you feel a bit fresher and then you start to wonder, uh, could you have kept going, but uh, I don't, I don't think so.
9: Many of those who take on the Wicklow round don't get to finish it, just like Charles. Gary Warnock has tried twice the then rank-and-round record holder, first tried in 2017. I've got one day to do a recce here, so I was like,
10: and I was thinking, well, I don't want to do too much. And, and you know, do two-thirds, and, and then, you know, I could have completed it, so
9: put down that I would give it a shot,
10: and badly then. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't properly prepared for it, like, really, you know.
9: His first attempt saw him take on a course that he had no knowledge of, his second attempt was scuppered by a range of logistical issues. Gary went without a support crew at checkpoints, instead storing water and food at various road crossings. The first one, I think it must have been deer got to.
10: They ate the oranges. and <laughs> All the water was, was split open, so there's was no water in that one. And the yeah, second one, because it, it was a last-minute decision, I hadn't bottles, so I was just like, right, I'll use sandwich bags and, and have that, so they split on me and that's the sort of thing like if I had had support if there had been people there like they they would have realised you know there's there's no water here and they could have gone and got some but I was I was totally on my own I had it planned for the, the longest day you know I wanted to maximise my, my sunlight and that turned out to be one of the hottest days but by the time we got down to drunk um, golf and got a couple of drinks and it took me so long even just to drink them. Like, just just to get it down without just throwing up. Well, finally, the final nail, as it were, was I'd planned to go faster. I'd take my caches out, and so I'd left a head torch in one of my bags. It got dark, <laughs> like, <laughs> at the top of the mountain. In one of those situations you don't want to be in, like, really, should I have had a light? decided to pull out at that point. I was, I was just going to walk up the road. Looking forward to it
1: you got to try something, haven't
10: you? Yeah. Look,
8: there I've done the, the prep the the now, so I've got to go and have, have a bit of fun.
9: Best of luck, Stephen.
8: Thank you.
1: Four, <laughs> I don't Four, do three, two, one, go! Good luck, sprinting now.
9: There are not many places where runners on the Wicklow Round can meet their crews. One of the first places is a road crossing at Ballinagy Bridge. Four hours after Stephen has departed, friends and family, including his wife Jane, are waiting for his arrival.
1: About six minutes past six. So if he comes along in the next 10, 15 minutes, he'll be doing very well. I think he has a good chance. I really do. He certainly has a great chance of finishing. Whether he'll make it in the 24 hours, I don't know. But you know what? He was never going to do this up to two years ago. And he started planning two years ago. He's done 52 reccees. He's done all this training and stretching and planning and so much planning. But he's in a great place. I think it's going to work well.
9: Ten minutes later, Stephen arrives.
1: Well,
8: I'm ahead of schedule. David. That's the good news. The bad well news is I'm starting to cramp. Okay. So di-or-lite. I need diorolite. Yep. I, uh, I need to bring a a Lucas-Aid sport sporter. And the
11: Looks like sports are there.
9: After less than 10 minutes, Stephen then is then back out again.
8: It. Well, I think now I'm using the poles, you know, and get my upper body involved. Yeah. So that'll relieve my legs. And also, I have a climb now, so cramps will come on the downhill.
6: Yeah. So I won't have oh any. All right, so hill. it's quads, it's the da- speed you're doing the downhills that I are won't breaking. have
8: have. I won't have any. Uh, Right, down the
9: log? It'll be dark when he sees a road or crew again. Meanwhile, Michael and JP, who started at 1am, are battling to get it done before night falls. It's after drying out so well out there. Come
5: Now, what do you want? I'll eat that too. Good. No, I'll no, that. that. You have another hour and a half to two hours to go, right? I am telling you, I don't go, want
9: after 20 hours and 43 minutes, they become the latest finishers of the Wicklow round.
10: <laughs> Woo!
4: Deadly! Woo! You enjoy
10: the wreckies more. I, like there's yeah. only yeah. been there's not much enjoyment out there today. <laughs> there was little bits. It transitions. And that's long
4: wrong. We're doing 50k easy. Yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be easy, lads. Yeah. Well, there uh, you yeah, are. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I, I mean, you just finished the Wicklow way around, and it's like that's brilliant. Yeah. That you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. That's the thing that we carry around for the next couple of years forever.
10: Oh, you personally wouldn't have the headspace though, do i on your own. I think can you? I'll just I'll crash. We're very well suited, the two of us. So kind of running together was. It's a brand, was not
5: it? Yeah, definitely company. Yeah.
10: And with two people, they kind of pull each other around because like, everyone's going to go on at peak and track the whole way. I'll wait, I'll wait a week and then I'll call them and we'll come up with some other idea to do. Delete <laughs> <laughs> the next Delete my number on your phone. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but that's, that's in the forest now. No, that's
4: no, out, out on, the on the road. Oh, good. Oh, OK. Yeah. But he's a good 2K there. Yeah, he's oh, there. Oh, I see. I see the
7: torch. Can you hear us?
12: No We're in Glen drunk off the crossroads here at the lodge. We're waiting for Stephen Brennan to come down.
9: Luke Rafferty, along with Liam Vines, is a Wicklow round finisher and both men will cruise Stephen through the night.
12: I actually failed twice on the Wicklow round before I completed, so it was on my third attempt. And my first time, I pulled out here. Coming in here on the third attempt, this point was very important because it was a psychological win for me to get back up out of here it's the halfway point, it's the first point where you've begun to relax maybe. For me, I was 15 minutes here, was I Liam? Something yeah. like that. 15 minutes. It was not a second over 15 minutes up the road and away you go. It's an awful climb, core you know. And
10: it's all, a lot
4: of it, you've about maybe half an hour on fire road, like, so you're just, it's basically a hike, as fast as you can hike. But you've a lot to think about while you're on that hike, so it's a bit. It could be a, it can be a nasty place for some people. Too, I would say. Big break here, lads. Wants uh? a longer break here.
9: Stephen arrives at Glenmalure Lodge at 11:50 p.m., about an hour behind his projected times. Come on,
8: Stephen. Woo! Come on, Stephen. Oh man. Can I even tell you this? going all right? uh, behind schedule. Sit down, sit down.
5: Matter, sit down. Right? Sit
8: down. Sit down. Sit. Uh, just sit and get the shoes off, right? Start there. Yeah. No, and so You know, look, I'm going to keep going. I yeah, honestly yeah. don't think 24 is on.
6: It doesn't matter if not have that now. No. Yeah.
10: So I'm just gonna try, going to try and finish. Just reset here, Stephen. Yeah. That's all you have to do, and go out again. How are the feast Stephen? The ground. Is no okay. hot spots I'm
5: or just, anything? just tired. Yeah. Did you think it would be easy? <laughs> huh? Did
2: you?
1: Huh? Do you have gloves on? Change your topic because you're get felled and then it can come away once you change.
9: As the hours tick on, Stephen's crew patiently wait and support him at each stop.
13: When you get to the checkpoints, sometimes you don't even know what you want to eat or, or anything, and uh, it's very important that they just give you. You know, they open everything and they just just take this, just take that, and you know, sometimes you oh, I, I don't want to, but you know, you because you need to eat. If you don't eat and if you don't drink, you just lose your energy.
12: Come by, ya, my lord. Come by. Ya. Are you and the scouts. I
4: was. How do you think I learned how to read a map? You too.
9: <laughs> at two forty a.m., he arrives at Glenda
8: You know what? After that, I know I would spent a bit of time, but it, it um, you brought you back around. It completely did. So I'm going to do the same thing.
12: Don't yeah. spend too much time here now, right?
8: Twenty-four is not going to happen, Luke. You know. Yeah. So, what's the rush? I mean okay I'm not spending a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
5: did you use
8: those channels? No I didn't. So you still have them?
5: Yeah. Well yeah. you're still able to get food like that into you, you'd be alright anyway. Yeah.
12: yeah.
10: yeah. Motoring?
6: From an outside perspective, everyone thinks that maybe ultra running, mountain running, is a very solitary sport because you spend a lot of time alone in the mountains. But I think it couldn't be further from that. We enjoy very solitary moments in the mountains, but it's such a community-driven sport. Like often in races or in things like the round, you're theoretically racing against someone.
5: Uh, bit of a tough
6: one,
8: this, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy enough.
6: But you're racing against the mountain, or you're racing against the time, or something like that. You're just enjoying the company of people around you, and people want to see everyone do better. Everyone wants to see their their peers achieve, because everyone wants to see everyone get to the finish line or get to their goal. Down
11: there, bro. I'm Paul and um, I'm here just to meet Stephen Brennan. He's out doing his round today. I've done the, the round a couple of times myself as well, and I know what's ahead of him for the what last section here. You
4: take your bag off. Uh, yeah.
11: I did the round force back in 2015 or 2016 and at that stage it would have been one of the things on my list of things to do and once I got into the recce and that I just loved the round itself. I just loved the terrain and the mountains around. I did a summer one and then on the same year tried a winter one and was unsuccessful on that. The second time was successful yeah I just got in under the 24 hours but it was a bad storm that day so it was really rough conditions all so right yeah. The double came to my mind on that mountain, going up that mountain when I was training for the first single and I just thought someday I'll do the double you know. With the lockdown last year I just started training around the farmers field, the local farmers field in swords and then over and back to golf courses and running around the roads, running the the drainage ruts on the sides of the roads and stuff like that and just getting arrows in the legs constantly. There was nowhere else you could really train for either, so it just seemed the perfect time. then. There's Stephen going off now. Uh-huh.
9: At Sheepsbank Bridge, the second last cruise stop, members from Stephen's club, Lusk AC, have come to wish him well. He is about to hit for his 22nd summit and has been on the move for over 24 hours.
10: Well done, well done. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy, enjoy. I wasn't
8: the expecting the you all. <laughs> <laughs>
9: slightly under 31 hours, Stephen arrives back to where he'd started from, with a huge crowd of supporters waiting for him. He's long missed the 24-hour cutoff to get an officially recognised round finish, but a few days after his 63rd birthday, he becomes one of the oldest runners to do all 26 summits in one sitting.
1: Yeah. painkillers, yeah. Yes, please. Do you want a blanket as well?
8: No, I don't need one. I don't think anyway. Yeah, painkillers is a good idea. What's the highlight of today? When I made the decision to pull the, to pull the plug on 24, like, it was a great round from then. You know, see, I, I had I had a plan A and a plan B. and plan B worked out really well. So many people came out to support me as well from the club what about my team? You couldn't imagine a better team, really.
1: Fantastic,
5: to meet you.
9: A few hours after Stephen finished, a crowd gathered to welcome home a new women's record.
13: I'm Ivana Kolaric. I'm from Croatia. I came in Ireland five years ago, and uh, yeah, I started running three years ago here in Ireland.
9: Ivana attempted the Wicklow round last year, but pulled out close to the end.
13: When I didn't finish, I couldn't even look at the mountains (laughs) because I feel so, you know, a little bit like shame and you didn't finish something and what people were saying and, you know, what I was thinking, (laughs) you know, after three years, you are not experienced runner and you just start to, you know, reading the map and navigation and everything that, you know, and then you did everything wrong, (laughs) at least during the night time. Last year, when I get to Glenalour, because I did some mistake, and then I was just sprinting. I wanted to catch my time, but that was such a big mistake. And I was more focused on my mistakes that I did during the, the uh, night section than what is, you know, further and focus on that. So it was a great experience and a learning process definitely.
9: This year, she smashed a women's record in a time of 21 hours and 15 minutes.
13: I didn't think anything about that this year. I just wanted to have a good time, enjoy. That was the main thing, and which I did all the way. I don't know, smiling and you know, just it was a nice day and when it's nice day, it's nice to run and uh, because my crew said to me, oh yeah, you, you are in record time. When I was climbing to Skar and Kukok. I was thinking, oh my God, and I was counting, oh no, but I will not even have record, but it doesn't matter, I just want to finish. And then uh, at Lugala, I met uh, one runner, and Avril, and uh, she said, oh great, you have record time, and then, oh yeah, I count wrong. <laughs> and I was all the time counting everything, and then I, I realized, oh my God, I, I count uh, one hour more than I supposed to do for the next section and then I get to the ship's bank and uh, John Murray, my crew, and my boyfriend, uh, he was waiting for me and he said, oh yeah, it's, it's great, you, you have 21
0: hours, you know, so... Yeah, so I was just, oh yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Vanna's run the last day was unbelievable, like, it was absolutely brilliant. My first goal is to get under 24 hours and get around in one piece. If things are going really, really well and I'm feeling really good, um, I'd hope to do a good pace. Like it's such a long event, 110 kilometres. Like you never know what could go wrong. Like I've, I've an awful habit of going over my ankle a few times, so like, I definitely want to just finish it out. Like and you know not be taken out after belting down a hill. You know and need to be a bit smart about it as well and take your take your time. There he is, yeah, I see
7: his light. Yeah, yeah, he's on yeah. the road. He's coming up.
9: Linda O'Connor has set 2am on Sunday the 13th of June as her start time for the Wicklow round. She expects a quiet start with little fanfare. However, 24 hours previously, Rob Costlow set out on his attempt. Behind on splits earlier in the day, a late rally sees him make it to the finish line. With seven minutes to spare, it's the closest anyone has ever got to the 24-hour mark.
2: You've got to touch that barrier. legend! Love it.
0: Was yeah. there any point in doing a stretch or will the next one km no. <laughs> warm me up?
12: Watch your compass, don't do what I did. I'm <laughs> sure i finished under 24 so take it. That's the main thing,
0: yeah. absolutely. What,
12: what time are you going a three is it? No. Or oh, two? Five minutes? Seven minutes. Oh brilliant, <laughs> brilliant.
0: Very good, well, good well done anyway for a plate, yeah.
12: As soon as you get on to just. Uh, compass all the way yeah, yeah, yeah. believe the compass just follow it yeah yeah uh, don't get pulled to the left what i did <laughs> yeah but, uh, I just, like, enjoy it's amazing thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah don't fancy going out again no
12: yeah.
13: <laughs> <laughs> Do the
0: double? No. Do the double. no, no, no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> i don't think i'll be a good pacer anyway yeah.
12: <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even get down the service road
0: Oh
4: my God, it's
0: took deep enough. I think two minutes.
12: How are you feeling?
0: Ah, uh, sure. You <laughs> be happy to get it over and done with <laughs> let Thanks million. Guys, we'll see torch you hopefully soon. torch on. It's hard to eat. At that hour of the morning. When Linda
9: hits Ballonagee Bridge not long after the sun has risen, she is more or less matching the splits from Havana's record time the previous week.
0: Her body just doesn't know what it's doing. But uh the jellies are going down well in the power bite, so um, I definitely keep
9: What did you eat before going out?
0: A bowl of porridge with a banana and my two cups of coffee. It's like breakfast. Was trying to trick myself into Thinking that it was morning. My stomach is just a little bit funny. I'll try and keep munching but um, some things are going aren't going down so well. <laughs> and on to the next section. <laughs> right, you're going
6: really
9: well anyway.
0: Thanks, a Million. We'll see you in Glenmalure.
9: At Glenmalure, Linda's friend Neva Gorman is on hand to take care of crewing duties.
0: I pulled something going up, log, and like it's my hip. Like it was the glute on the way down the road and yeah, then it's yeah. moved to all in here. But like, it's kind of worn off here now a okay. bit. To so, go. um. We're just here. we just since to work here. We're some water and stuff. How are you feeling otherwise? Uh, no, good. Good otherwise. Oh, there's, there's loads of fog on log. I <laughs> uh, I lost a good bit of time, but I didn't get lost. <laughs> okay it's warm down here. It is, yeah. It's lovely up above, though. There's a strong breeze. Good. But, um. Did you cut through the forest there? Yeah.
10: <laughs> well done, Linda. You're doing great. Hi. been watching uh, you all morning there. You're doing fantastic. Oh, thank you. Well, well done.
0: <laughs> Cheers. It's hot. Right. How are you, anyway? Well done. Yeah,
4: thank you, Brad. Very good. You'll need lots of water there today. It's very warm. It's it? not too
0: bad up on top. Log, you can't see a thing. Fog. Fog.
10: But well, that's the end of it now. You get like, doesn't matter. From here on in, you get no fog anyway. Anyway, so you'll be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So and your lines are on. Perfect. I haven't eaten more. Okay. Nice and easy on this one.
9: And finally, people are being urged to take care in the sun today as temperatures are set to hit the mid to late 20s. It's expected to be the hottest day of the year so far with Leinster, Munster and East Ulster enjoying the best of the weather. That's it for now, more in an hour. The heat has well and truly set in. After a wait, Linda arrives at the Wicklow Gap. The oh,
0: stomach is gone, so yeah, no, I, think, I think that's it. There's no point.
9: <laughs> she has hit the first 18 summits in a little over 13 hours. But it seems that her attempt has come to an end. Fresh.
0: Oh I don't feel fresh at all. I just spent I don't know how many times I got sick on the way up. Right. Just everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's I think that's me. Like there's no way I'll make it. You're done. Yeah. Okay. Sure well, look, well done. It was a blast. I was saying to Neve. I'm getting the job done today because there's two sections I never want to see again. And uh I won't, make a, I, like, I won't make a round God as an out 10 to 4 by the time I get up there Glenmach Nass that's an hour and a half to Logala definitely three and a half hours and then Jouse, Warhill, Tunduf Prince William I oh got, what was that? that's probably 80k done anyway <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and nothing else nothing else stay down now even I'm usually not too bad in heat, but just maybe it's a combination of things as well too. The not sleeping the night before as well maybe or something, I don't know. Like it's it's actually not too bad on the summits, like there's a there's a nice breeze, but when you drop down, like Glendalock was an absolute furnace, like absolutely, mm, I, just, no, it was, yeah. I just had to keep stopping coming up that hill. There was no puff of air at all, at all, like you were just in a sauna. Yeah. I, I gave it a go anyway
9: have you had many races or things before where you've not finished or is this a kind of new feeling
0: this is this is new <laughs> finished most things all right but um yeah no, this, is, this is new but like I, I gave it my best my best shot anyway so is that much more i can do
11: <laughs>
9: Of the 24 people that attempted the Wicklow round in 2021 so far, 16 finished in under 24 hours, making it the most successful year to date. 4 other runners finished outside of 24 hours, while 4 others dropped out at various points in the course.
0: The Wicklow Round was produced by Ciarán Ryan and was supported by a grant from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as part of the Sound and Vision scheme.